The Lord spoke through his servant John on Patmos. These are the words. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. The voice of the founder of the Far East Broadcasting Company, actually one of two founders, right, Ed? Some books would say three, but yeah, Bob Bowman and John Broger, who are the two that I think are really founding the company. Well, this is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon, who is today's president of FEBC and a man who knew Bob Bowman before he was promoted to glory. We'll, we'll hear again from Dr. Bowman in a few minutes. You know, Joe told us he was going to play that clip for us before the podcast started today, but didn't tell us what it was going to be. And just to hear the voice of Bob Bowman has a real effect on me. I know. Uh, I came to know and love him dearly uh, as a man who influenced my life significantly and, of course, influenced the Far East Broadcasting Company even more significantly. A godly man, a man of prayer, and just the kindness that you hear in his voice and his dedication to the Lord's work is really worth admiration. I want you to talk more about Dr. Bowman in a moment, but we're thinking of those men who mentored us, and one uh, mentor that we share is now with the Lord, that's Don Cole, uh, Pastor Don Cole. And and before he died, he knew that we would both be working with the Far East Broadcasting Company, and it tickled him, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I remember him sitting, Wayne, in his wheelchair at the Senior Living Center where he ended um, and and saying, as you and I had just taken a trip, mm-hmm. and we were telling him about what was going in the Far East Broadcasting Company, and he said, I wish I was 30 years younger yeah. so I could go with you guys yeah, and see yeah. all that. But how thankful we are for mentors like Don Cole and Bob Bowman and so many others. Well, you know, Wayne, Don did have a significant impact on both of us. And together, as we both shared with him the latter years of his life, his struggles, and uh, and, and kind of poured back into him all the blessings he had been to us for mm-hmm. for many, many years serving together at the Moody Bible Institute. What a dear and godly yeah. man. But I bring that up just to say we're so thankful for these men and women who have been mentors uh, in mm-hmm. our life. Mm-hmm. And um, let's talk more about Bob Bowman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I met him on a few occasions, uh, but you knew him in his latter years mm-hmm. uh, when you had become president of FEBC mm-hmm. and he was still with us. Yeah. When I first took the job at the Far East Broadcasting Company, my wife wasn't able to travel to California just yet because she was still uh, practicing medicine in Chicago. So mm-hmm. there was a number of months uh, that I was out there alone. And Bob Bowman was also alone living in a senior living facility not too far from our office. So I would frequently go down and have dinner with him and share. And he was so enthusiastic about wanting to know, tell me about the men in China. What's going on with the ministry in Indonesia? What about India? What are the new frontiers that you're exploring? And how are you using radio to reach into the hearts of the listeners? So, yeah, what a wonderful joy to meet him, to share these stories with him, to see his enthusiasm. And actually, he was a great counselor to me. You'd think a man in his nine Nineties wouldn't have much impact, but he was so filled Just with wisdom. The opposite, right? And and so many things he would say to me really stuck, and I used probably the most famous. And we have this recorded. Uh, I've looked at it over and over and over. I asked him, Bob, what would you share with me as the new president of uh, FEBC? He said, Well, Ed, you know we've always had the strategy uh, at FEBC to take Christ to the world by radio. But now, I would tell you as a young man, 
to take Christ to the world by radio and new media, <laughs> which is for a 90-some-year-old man to understand what that term new oh, media Lord, means. Oh, may that be me, huh? <laughs> and he was quite prophetic as well, because as yeah. you know, Wayne, uh, not only do we have many, many listeners still listening on radio, but the growth for FEBC sure. has come through multiple platforms yep. of new media. Yep. And he knew. Well, let's hear again the voice of Dr. Bob Bowman. You want to set this up? We're going to hear, he did a radio program called The Bowman Report, which uh, I used to put on the radio when mm-hmm. I was a young announcer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to take some uh, some clips that Joe Carlson has uh, put together from that program and hear those. Do you want to set this up? Sure. I think he's talking about the new transmitter installation at Jeju Island, which is uh, on the southern tip of South Korea, still a very active radio station for FEBC, broadcasting not only into Korea, but into Japan, into Russia, and into communist China. There's a great story behind building that station, and Dr. Bowman talked about it. Nostalgia has me. I suspect it's because I've been so recently in China. Reaching China with the gospel was FEBC's original God-given vision over 40 years ago. So perhaps one can be forgiven for remembering. An old, old hymn expresses our experience so beautifully. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercies since through life He's been my guide? So please forgive me for remembering. The day had come on Chejudo Island in the Yellow Sea. All the equipment, including a quarter-million-watt transmitter, had arrived after months of unavoidable delay. Eleven of our engineers were there, ready to begin an almost impossible task. Little more than three months remained until the deadline in which the huge transmitter must be assembled and operating if we were to satisfy the Korean government of our capability to operate such a powerful radio station. Crates were opened, instruction sheets were laid out across the transmitter building, about 60 feet across, and to the consternation of the engineers, the instructions were written in the German language. None of our men could read German. What happened? In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus makes this profound and remarkable statement. Your heavenly Father knows what you have need of before you ask him. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. We had earnestly tried to follow his instructions, and now on Chejudo we saw a beautiful example of his care. An engineer in Iowa had contacted us. His question Could I be of any service to FEBC in the installation of the new transmitter in South Korea? He was even willing to pay his own way, a volunteer. So, offer accepted. He arrived on Cheju almost simultaneously with the transmitter. His name, Lou Entz, German. And now you know. He was the German-speaking engineer God sent to interpret the assembly instructions to our own non-German-speaking engineers. The Swiss builders of the huge transmitter had requested that two of their own engineers might come to supervise the final stages of putting it on the air. When, within the three-month deadline period, they were asked to come, they found it difficult to believe the transmitter was ready in so short a time. 
Arriving on Chejudo, inspecting the installation, they enthusiastically remarked, It's a miracle. We've never seen it done any other place in the world so quickly. And it was done well. The task should have taken one year. Here's the sound of a Korean congregation ministering to North Korea and three million Koreans in North China. I recorded it in a hotel room in Peking on a recent visit. As you listen, think what this old hymn sung by a Korean congregation means to those under communist oppression. Under the heel of communism, but under the wings of their savior. Oh, how I wish I had Bob Bowman here today to just share for five minutes what has continued to come out of that broadcast from Jeju Island, the millions of people who have heard the gospel because of that work. I can envision his face just now if I were able to tell him the story a huge smile across his face, and large tears running down his cheeks. He loved the ministry of FEBC almost as much as he loved his Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. What a blessing he was in my life. And still to this day, when giants of God have poured into the lives and ministry as he did, so many around FEBC have nothing but kind and fond memories of the leadership of of Bob Bowman, which is the mark of the character of a true follower yeah. of Christ. Ed, you spoke at his homegoing service. What What did you share? Well, I shared many stories, uh, many things about him that other people had said. And I specifically recall one thing that I said, that when you look back at a man's life, the absence of n- negative comments about a person really is the mark of a man. And I have never heard one bad thing about him. Mm. But the verse that I read that day uh, when we were celebrating his home going uh, comes from Romans chapter 10, starting at verse 14. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news of good things. And that was Bob's mantra. Yeah. He, he often used that verse when he was challenging uh, the people of FABC to, to do difficult things, mm. uh, to accomplish impossible things, just like he's talked about in that clip, mm-hmm. uh, trusting in God completely to do what we could only do with his help. Well, in that clip, he talked about being nostalgic and looking back, but you know there was a lot of difficulty in those Mm. early days. There had to Mm. be. Mm. Yeah, obviously. um, We still struggle with difficulties at FEBC, but nothing like they did in the early days. Bob Bowman said they started FEBC with (laughs) $1,000. The value of the shortwave towers that they built shortly after that are in the tens of millions of dollars. 
And that was in the 40s. So you can imagine what that would be worth right. today. Yeah. Um, he never focused on the obstacles. He always focused on what was possible and always gave the credit to God and never took an ounce of credit for himself. Yeah. Well, when I think of him, I think back to our mentor, Don Cole, who very often said, and this describes uh, Bob Bowman, he's quoting 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 17. You see, we are not like the many hucksters who preach for personal profit. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us, mm-hmm. knowing that God is watching us. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And knowing that God is providing for us. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to share from Luke chapter 11, what father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will instead give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Bob Bowman read that to me on several occasions, and uh, it pointed to me his dependence and his focus on trusting God to give him what he needed. Great example of a father, a great example of a leader. Yep. We stand on broad shoulders of those who have gone before us. We do indeed, Thankful Wayne. for them, and, and that includes Dr. Bob Bowman, the founder of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Well, thanks for these reflections, Ed. I know it's very meaningful for a lot of people this time of year, and we just thought we would take time to talk about it. And it's so important to me for you and I to look back at the relationship that you and I and Joe Carlson had with our dear friend Don Cole. What a wonderful thing to remember yeah. going up to Father's Day. I don't know if those two men ever met, but there's certainly a lot alike, weren't they? I do think Don Cole told me he met Bob Bowman. Did he? He did. I can't recall the specifics, but but I remember him telling me, Wayne, that he met Bob Bowman. Well, thanks for listening today. This weekly podcast with Ed Cannon from the Far East Broadcasting Company is here for you to learn more about FEBC and its ministry. And, of course, our website does a good job of that as well. And the prayer items on that website, our prayer guide, for instance, are a great resource for you as well. So take advantage of all of these resources and do us a favor and leave a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you can. That also is very helpful. And do us another favor and continue to remember the staff of FEBC around the world, many of who are serving in difficult circumstances, all with one intention in mind, and that's to make disciples of every tribe and tongue and nation. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Joe, our producer. I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.